0: live from the heartland and the crossroads of america it's tony Katz today robin hood has to pay 70 million bucks and i say good it's not even enough how much money do they have that's the fine plus an extra 20 million for being punks who's robin hood well, Robinhood were the guys who didn't like the fact that people figured out how to make GameStop work on their benefit. What, only the hedge fund guys should be able to short the stock when they other people thought it had upside? No, so people got together on Reddit and said, let's move this thing up. And the people who shorted it, the stock wasn't going down. So they had to buy more stock to cover their position. They lost crazy money, but they would have lost more if they didn't buy they had to buy to cover their short position, so therefore they lost, but they have not bought. They would have lost more. And then they said, oh, well, we have to stop trading. No, oh, this isn't right. It's right for the hedge fund to do it, but it's not right for a couple guys to get together on on Reddit to do it? What, people don't have little investment clubs that they, they do these kinds of things? They're not talking to each other via text? They're day trading? Do we do we live in the world of make-believe? And then the app Robinhood, which was there, to democratize trading and and let the people trade they stop people from trading GameStop and AMC among some others why in the world were they stopping anybody who are they to be stopping me from trading so they got fined 57 million dollars and had to pay 13 million in restitution to clients all over the place Good and not enough. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. 833 got Tony. 833-468-8669. Oh, they deserve so much worse. They deserve so much worse. Because what they did was show America that there are two classes of people. There are two classes of people There are the people who get to play, and then there are the people who who don't. That's ugly. That's simply wrong. So I'm glad uh, they got hit. Now, as they're getting hit, the American people are getting ready for another hit. You would think looking at society everything is fine and good but things aren't fine and good and bubbling just underneath the surface there's a beast coming back a beast that has affected all of us whether we wanted it or not, whether we fought it or not, a beast that exists and wears a mask and then demands you wear a mask. We're talking about COVID. Everybody and their mother starting to worry about the variants. Now, if you ask Dr. Anthony Fauci, oh, my gosh, things are going just fine.
1: In general, Joe, we're doing very, very well. I mean, if you look at the
0: implementation of the vaccine program... More than 50% of the adults in the country are fully vaccinated. About 66, 67% of adults have at least one dose. And importantly, among the elderly, the most vulnerable, more than 80% have received at least one dose. The cases themselves, the hospitalizations, the deaths, as the country on a whole is doing extremely well. So we're- But if Dr. Fauci thinks things are going well, Maybe we should be in a full-on panic wait hold on no that's that's not my panic music i'm sorry this is my panic music oh
1: my god okay it's happening everybody stay calm, everybody
0: stay calm. what's the procedure everyone what's the procedure los angeles wants you to wear a mask w- why oh uh because uh y- you know uh variants variants oh yes the dreaded delta variant ladies and gentlemen dreaded indeed all right we've had enough of that and don't get me wrong people are concerned about this variant it's supposed to be more aggressive and and have a an easier way of making its its way in than than covid but first we have to be clear it's not delta it comes from india There's a British variant, there's a South African variant, there's this variant. They call it Delta because they want to admit to themselves that calling it the Wuhan virus was racist, but it was never racist, but Trump called it the Wuhan virus, so therefore it has to be racist, and we live in the world of woke, so we'll just rename it the Delta variant, because they have a serious issue, I guess, with the blues. Oh, screw you, that's a good joke, I'm taking that one to the bank. They call it the Delta variants on purpose so they can show how woke they are. And this variant does exist, and we're seeing cases of it in New Jersey. And you're seeing people talk about it. But in Los Angeles, they're recommending masks again, even for vaccinated people indoors. Vaccinated people indoors? That doesn't make any sense at all. The data shows that the vaccines are actually rather good against the variants. Why would I have to wear a mask indoors if I'm vaccinated? Then you take a look at some of the other nations. You take a look at Germany and you take a look at at South Africa and they are all pushing for lockdowns again. Some of them actually going forward. They're so concerned about this variant that they're putting uh, a, a nightly curfew in South Africa on gatherings, alcohol sales, indoor dining, some domestic travel. Australia and Bangladesh, they're setting limits on travelers from virus, virus variant zones, including Portugal and Russia. So let's be clear, anybody who does this regarding a variant should not be allowed into the United States and travel should be shut down from those nations immediately i mean if this thing is a real problem if we've got something to really worry about then we should be shutting down those variants or 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 those nations that have this variant immediately bangladesh they're pointing to the dangerous and alarming rise in delta related infections they have halted all public transportation This is beyond fear? This is beyond irrational? Or this is, well, how governments work? And I think it has people in a bit of confusion. Because why, oh why, oh why, would you really, truly want to lock things down? What is this about control? So to to go through that, we first have to ask ourselves, what's the point of it all? what is the point of lockdowns what is the point of creating fear why would los angeles be making this kind of statement and declaration when clearly there's no science to it there is no science to masks now a mask will clearly stop something when i say there's no science to it there is no science that has come forth that shows masks are effective on covid19 Maybe you can make the argument that the N95 in the proper setting is. But we don't live in the proper settings. We live in the real world. The gators, the 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 the, the cheapo masks, the the whatever people are using, none of it is effective. None of it is effective. The particles are simply too small. Never mind in the open air, things just blow away and and and, and dissipate out. No science on masks shows that they're effective yet i can show you school district after school district that still wants kids to wear masks in school someone could say to me well tony see that's because they want to control the kids but i'm trying to get a better description definition of what we mean by the control Here you have other nations that are talking about business shutdowns again. Let us also be clear. Shutdowns did absolutely nothing in slowing the spread of COVID. Zero. All we did was destroy people's lives and livelihoods. Increase the possibility, increase isolation, increase loneliness, and increase the possibility of suicidal tendencies. Things that probably were already in a person. We did not make anybody's life better or safer because of lockdowns anyone who says otherwise is lying lying because they live in fear and the fear gives them comfort now this part I understand when the government said lockdowns the amount of people who were very okay with sitting at home wearing their government-appointed gray garb eating their government allocated mush and awaiting further instructions That number was so big, it scared me to my core. conversation that I have with my brother, the good Dr. Katz, uh, more than once. We have it often. If you ever wanted to know what living in the Soviet Union was like, you just got your first taste of it. The government telling you where you can and can't go, what you can and can't do, if you can and cannot make a living. And we accepted it without revolution. I am still shocked to this day, because I will say, at least for here, we looked at mass mandates and at least asked the question, is this necessary? We looked at shutdowns and said, is this necessary? And we came to the conclusion of no, that you cannot save society by stopping society. It was said differently, you cannot stop society to save society, it's just not the way it works. When I put that out on social media, you know what I was told? This guy is going to get people killed. I was right. And not because I had the science at the time, but because I had the Constitution at the time. And people think that the Constitution is something you utilize when it's convenient. I think the Constitution is utilized at all times, regardless of whether you, you low-information, pseudo-intellectual jackhole, think it's worthy. Not you, they. Because not you, you're fine. You and me, we're going places. But I understand fear. And that very often there are people who like the fear. They like the restriction. There are people who are very into the idea of a very regimented, segmented life where they're not allowed to move too far out of it. It's it's, it's it's freeing in a way. Less thinking has to be done. It's this, it's this, it's this, it's over. Oh, and I get my big screen TV, and oh, look at all the cool things I can watch that streamed right to my house. Oh, this is the life. Then there are those of us who believe in, in actual freedom and certainly believe in, in the concepts of liberty. Different things, but but believe in them. And we want all of our options, and we accept the fact that freedom is messy and also frightening, but it's also better than the other alternatives. And we don't accept the idea that somebody else can decide for us because we have never given them that power, that dominion over us. So when people were happy to follow these recommendations because they lived in fear and they wanted you to live in fear and they utilized social media and other things to push their fear, I get that. But then there is this idea of control and I must tell you that I am confused by it because I don't yet see the value Let me me give you an example of of what I mean. If if you say to me that if they can get you to wear a mask and they can get you to do this, imagine what else they can get you to do. I, I, I understand what you're saying in theory. Now share with me how it plays out in practice. I can guess. And I'm not saying I value it. I oppose it vehemently. But what? is the goal of having kids wear masks on a school bus there's a conversation about kids maybe not having to wear masks in school but they still want them to wear it on a school bus why would you want your kid to wear a mask on a school bus so they don't have to wear a mask in school well they're wearing masks on planes and on public transport so they should wear them on the school bus that's a radically ignorant idea But now take me to the place you have the kid wearing a mask on a bus. That is, you know, controlling them, telling them what they have to do is the idea that if you can get them to do it here, you can get them to do it in other places, in other parts of their lives, in other aspects of their lives, different things for different age groups. If you can tell the kid they have to wear a mask, can you then utilize that as an opportunity to further extricate the child from the parent parental relationship, which is something I've always discussed? I can tell you in theory how deep the rabbit hole goes. And I can show you the places where we have seen this in practice and how ugly it is and how fearful you actually should be of it and how you have to step up and fight it. But this, I must tell you, no lie, I remain at a touch of a loss. Because what I'm seeing is all fear, predicated on fear. What I want to see is what is the result of the control. What is it that they think is the result of the control? Fear will make people do terrible things. And we should not be a society that lives in fear. Delta variant comes, it comes. It's a virus. We have vaccines. People will take or won't take uh, uh, the, the, the vaccine. And this doesn't affect children. And we don't know if the vaccine is even worthy towards children. Maybe we should all just accept the fact that we live in this world. Do the very best we can, but live our lives 100%. And the people who think otherwise, let's just leave them behind and give them no power. I'm Tony Katz. The Chinese Communist Party is about to turn 100. But Xi Jinping will be the real star. That's an actual headline from CNN. Man, they love their commies. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. So good to be with you. 833-468-8669. 833-GOT-TONY. That's the number. Would love to talk to you. 100 years ago this July, in a small brick... Oh, I got to do it right. I got to do it right, producer. You can't... You can't just let this, let this go by the wayside. This is gold. What are you kidding? This is amazing! Dramatic reading time! One hundred years ago this July, in a small brick house in Shanghai's former French concession, Mao Zedong and around a dozen other delegates gathered together in secret to form a new political party. You think I'm making this up? Much has changed since 1921, but the Chinese Communist Party, which today boasts more than 95 million members, equivalent to almost 7% of China's entire population, has remained an ever-present fixture, even as Communist Parties elsewhere collapse or fade from view. Honestly, this is 4 seconds away from a porn video. This is nuts. They boast more than 95 million members, but these people had a choice? As someone said on Twitter, did they, they looked at the headline? The the Chinese Communist Party is about to turn 100, but Xi will be the real star and they're like, "Did Xi write this?" This is crazy. This is fawning. This is CNN, where they would tell you it's an apple, but it's communism, and you don't get
1: apples in communism. I'm Tony Katz.
0: As Newsmax tells the story, Newsmax beats Fox in key ratings. Now, that's a little different than whether or not Newsmax is beating Fox in the ratings. Does that make sense? Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, 833 got Tony, 833-468-8669. First, Newsmax carried Donald Trump's... Uh, event there in uh, in in Ohio they carried that in full and so by carrying that in full they got 1.9 million viewers on cable and through streaming devices other things they got 1.3 million so they're saying they had 3 million people well that's hugely helpful in being able to create more viewership Fox did not carry the the event in full I don't think anybody else did Anybody else of that size and and scope? When they take a look at demos of 35 to 64-year-olds, Newsmax had cable impressions per minute of 483,000 compared to Fox of 409,000. This is not a conversation of whether or not Newsmax is outdoing Fox. That's not what's happening. It is, however, a real conversation about how Newsmax is here to stay. They have an opportunity to build the audience they were able to take from Newsmax and did not give up completely. As we knew from Fox's coverage of the election, they they lost people. People were angry. But as at least we also knew, and we certainly discussed here, uh, those people in a fair amounts were going to come back. The question was, could Newsmax keep some of them? And I would say to you, Newsmax kept a whole bunch of them. And they've been able to grow at it. Now, they've made some moves a- as of late. It's funny. Usually I do a hit with Newsmax or- or around uh, this time, so it feels weird. It feels weird not to be not to be doing it. Uh, I, I needed to take some time. I had some things I had to do this week, so I don't think I was I don't think I'm on Newsmax this week, but I'm on twice, three times a week. Which is, you know, I I, I, I greatly, greatly appreciate. Newsmax recently brought on Hogan Gidley, who was the former deputy press secretary under Trump. They brought on Eric Bowling, who of course you knew from Fox, you knew from the five, and he's getting a, a show. And then they brought on Jenna Ellis, who I've actually appeared with on Fox before. She was one of the lawyers doing the recount with Rudy Giuliani. And they brought her on as a contributor. And I looked at that and I said, now is this how you solidify an audience of growth? The answer is I I don't know. I'm not 100% sure. With With Newsmax, I think that there are great opportunities and I still think there are great struggles. I like that there is a competitor to Fox because competition is good. There's a, a group out there through, through NextStar called News Nation Now, and I've done, I've, I've done work with them before. They see themselves as more news-oriented than the opinion side uh, of things. But they're in a lot of homes next to our big, big company. And they're going to try and be a competitor. These are all very, very good things. Now compare this to what's happened to Jake Tapper in the ratings. CNN, Jake Tapper, when you go back to January, he was getting 2.8 million people in his 4 p.m. hour. From May 31st to June 23rd, 708,000 viewers. Losing out to Neil Cavuto, who's over 1.1 million. If you take a look at his second hour, Jake Tapper on CNN... 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 799,000 viewers. We'll call it 800,000 because we're generous folk. That goes up against the five, which averages 2.6 million viewers. I mean, this is bad. What accounts for the loss? Well, two things. Number one people who may be bothered by Fox have somewhere to go. And two, without Trump, you're not interesting. You're not interesting. As a matter of fact, Jake Tapper, you were never interesting. The one or two things you did right, specifically talking about uh, Louis Farrakhan and your latest interview with Ilhan Omar, which I'll, I'll share coming up. Those things notwithstanding, you took the opportunity to be the journalist of CNN, and you threw it all away. We were never expecting anything from Brian Stelter. Brian Stelter's a chump. Not because I'm name-calling, but because this is what is. Chris Cuomo? Self-indulgent, egomaniacal Don Lemon is basically Chris Cuomo? What's the real difference in those shows? Jake Tapper could have been the guy. And going back in the day, he had he had moments where he was the guy. And what did he decide? This. Jake Tapper was so unkind to me on social media that I will admit that when I see his failings, I don't shed a tear. I say, well... Be nicer to people. Be more honest about the news that you're covering. Stop trying to get in the good graces of the people you work with. But this story about Newsmax, Newsmax is not beating Fox. That Newsmax is growing, I think is excellent, excellent news. Speaking of Newsmax, there is one of uh, their reporters having a conversation with Lori Lightfoot, the mayor of Chicago. And the mayor of Chicago wants you to know that everything in Chicago is going just
1: peachy keen. Is that we're actually seeing a decline in homicides and shootings? Yes, sir. You, you. Sir, we Sir. Okay.
0: There's a decline in homicides and shootings in Chicago. If you say so. But the reporter asking the question is from is is from Newsmax and uh, Lori Lightfoot, the mayor, goes full Trump. Oh
1: no, 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 no. Let him let him ask his follow up question so he doesn't claim that somehow we're being biased and slighting the guy from Newsmax. Please, sir, it's six thirty, going on seven. Ask your follow up question.
0: You gotta admit, that's 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 a little mean. That's a little nasty. I didn't know nastier than Trump would treat CNN. So that's where it comes from. But there there's that. Now here's the question from Newsmax. Well, um, my follow-up question is simply this. Many uh, residents in Chicago feel that you've lost control of the city. Uh, Now it appears as though you've lost control of the Chicago City Council. Uh, Do you owe an apology to the victims of violent crime, the thousands of unsolved shootings and murders and stabbings and random stabbings in in the downtown and the south side and the north side and the west
1: side? Do you owe owe these people any apology?
0: I got to tell you, that question sucks now she has lost control of the city she certainly has no control of the the city council there and there's been video of her getting into blow-ups with people but do you have an apology for the people isn't isn't the question it's it's not a question it's the question that that uh uh jim acosta was asking representative mo brooks as he's getting on his bicycle uh do you have any regret for january 6th it's a garbage question garbage garbage question it is uh, do better
1: but the answer again sir i i ask you to get your facts right um Crime is not out of control in our city. In fact, crime is on the decline. All of our major indices show the decline in, in um, crime and our homicides and our shootings year over year are down. That's a fact, sir. And you, sir, I was polite and allowed you to spew your rhetoric? which is offensive to me and others, but I'm trying to be polite and professional and answer your question. But if you want to write your own narrative and irrelevant to what I'm going to say and what the facts are, then we'll just move on to the next reporter.
0: That's all Trump. Trump taught you how to do that. Maybe you should say thank you, Lori Lightfoot. She wants you to now play into the idea that everything is fine. The idea that if you had 200 murders last year and you had 198 murders this year, and you're like things are the murder rate is down, that's that's ugly, and that's what she's trying to push. That's what she's trying to 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 to, to deliver right there, and that doesn't deliver. Not at all. Things in Chicago are bad. And when Democrats want to get into this idea that uh, it's, it's wrong to say that the Democratic cities are the only ones having the problem. And what we really need to remember is that it's Republicans that wanted to defund the police.
1: Something one of the advisors said this weekend, Cedric Richmond, he said Republicans defunded the police by not supporting the American Rescue Plan. But uh, how is it that that is an argument uh, to be made when the president never mentioned needing money for police to stop a crime wave when he was selling the American Rescue Plan. Well, the president did mention that the American Rescue Plan, the state and local funding, something that was supported by the president, a lot of Democrats who supported and voted for the bill, could help ensure uh, local cops were kept on the beat in communities across the country. As you know, didn't receive a single Republican vote. That funding has been used to keep cops on the beat.
0: Trying to spin it that Republicans opposed funding the police that fell so flat so quick it was such a fantastical line but this is a lot of the spin that we're getting we see what's happening and they want to tell us you're not seeing it that's some gaslighting you know what that's that is what it is i've got more on gaslighting coming up But dear Lord, the election shenanigans in New York? Sure, we we, we trust election results. Of course we do. Wait till you hear this story. I'm Tony Katz. This Bill Cosby story is out of control. There's really not going to be more on this till tomorrow, but I'll get into it coming up. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, good to be with you. Yeah, released from prison. I will have that story. But this New York story about the election for mayor, follow this. You've got the Brooklyn borough president, his name is Eric Adams. He won uh, the, the Democratic nomination it seemed but they do something called rank choice voting in new york now so like uh, who who's your first choice who's your second choice who's your third choice who's your fourth choice so what they do is they take a look at first choice and if someone doesn't get 50 percent of the votes with the first choice they then uh go uh they go they drop the person who got the least amount of votes and they go to the second choice and they do it again well they're making the claim that after doing this and going through the tally of those ranked choice votes, they found a hundred plus thousand votes that should not have been there. They're making the claim that the, these, these votes were, were sample ballots that never should have been registered or, or counted in the first place. It just so happens that Eric Adams is a guy who opposes the way the current mayor, Bill de Blasio, engages law enforcement and everything else and actually believes there should be a police force. I'm not saying he isn't on the left, but he's not that guy. So now all of a sudden there's 100 plus thousand votes that should not have been counted. Now his lead, instead of being massive... Is only by about 2% a gap of 16,000 votes give or take They can't they can't count Tell me more about how our elections are safe and secure when in New York Because you may vote for a guy who's still on the left, but isn't in favor of defunding the police, all of a sudden these vote totals change. So now the team for Eric Adams wants an explanation, right? They don't know what they think about ranked choice voting as as of uh, yet, but they're bothered by what it is they're seeing, and rightfully so. We should all be bothered by what it is that we are seeing from this. Because what we're seeing is the possibility of shenanigans to move people who are more politically aligned. Now, I don't know how you don't get Eric Adams to be politically aligned, but if he believes in a police force and New Yorkers no longer believe in a police force... First, that's crazy. Second, well, I'm done visiting New York, obviously. I think that goes without saying that I'm done visiting New York. I do work there. I do TV there. I wouldn't mind doing more TV there. But man, oh man, it's already bad. And people know, they know for fact that bill de blasio has lost control of that city where a lot of mayors all around the country who have lost control of their city new york uh, allows public urination new york has people just shooting uh, openly in in times square uh, the police feel that they can't do anything about these things And the people are saying, oh, this is not uh, good. This this is not what we should want. And now they're going to be told, well, this is what you're going to get. Holy cow. You have Ilhan Omar taking back her walk back and then trying to walk it back again. Bill Cosby... His conviction in Pennsylvania has been overturned. I have got those stories coming up. This is Tony Katz today.